You are listening to Life of a Housecoat Hustler. I share stories of being a mom, a momager, an entrepreneur, a server, a wife, a best friend, and any other kind of hat you can think of. I have dove into personal development with my online businesses that I have been in, and I honestly think that everyone could be using this in their lives because it literally changes your mindset and your mentality. We are able to empower ourselves from within and kick butt in life. Why not? Guys, why not? (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for more. Thank you very much. What's up, guys? Welcome to this episode. Um, I've been honestly struggling to write this episode. I don't know why I've written, I think, so many notes on this and... um, I just kept postponing it and postponing it and not wanting to do it and making excuses. And you know what? I'm just going to free flow this and see what comes out and kind of just speak my mind about everything. So this episode is called Dealing with Pain. And my fiance and I have been both going through something with our health during this time. And um, both situations have kind of opened my eyes on a lot of things because um, with his pain, he has been dealing with sciatica for uh, about a year and a half now and um, just kind of dealing with him dealing with the pain has been an obstacle and then dealing with my own pain has been an obstacle as well. Um, The reason why I've been postponing this one is just because it it is, um, I do feel vulnerable talking about it and I do maybe sometimes get emotional. Um, I also have, um, like I have a lot of sinus problems. I have asthma, um, my allergies and everything like that have been just really, really bad. Um, almost, it's almost hitting a year mark now. And, um, like when, when I talk, um, I, 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 I breathe deeply and I'm out of breath a lot. Um, my nose sounds like it plugs up. Um, I just like, it changes my voice. I'm raspy. Sometimes I'm snuffy. Sometimes I just, I'm constantly sneezing, blowing my nose. And I just, I thought to myself, I'm like, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to like, you can't record an episode sounding like that. But the thing is, is this is, this is me. This is my life. This is my health issue and I'm going through it. So why do I have to put my life and my dreams and my goals on pause? Because I sound like shit. (laughs) So, uh, brief update. Yes, Marcel has been dealing with sciatica for about a year and a half. And for his story, he's been, um, like, he's a very rambunctious guy and he's very energetic. Yes, he's broken numerous amounts of bones starting from, like, the age of 18 months. But, um, stitches and everything like that. But once this pain kind of prolonged and prolonged, I realized that something was wrong. And it was time to get him to the doctor. And by that time... COVID hit and everything got closed down. So his back pain just got worse and worse and worse. And it turned into sciatica, which just basically crippled him. All the meanwhile, still working a fully physical job, out of town, everything like that. Um, So seeing him deal with the pain, it was heartbreaking. I felt like I couldn't do anything but basically give him like moral support um, and uh, like book the appointments and find different doctors and different people that would... um, that would help him. And during this time when I couldn't, when like with the first lockdown hit, um, I couldn't, I couldn't book any doctor's appointments. I couldn't get anyone to see him. And, uh, my friend Ayla actually said that she would do a video zoom call with us so that she could kind of diagnose him and see what was going on and see little things that we could be doing 
to help him while we're waiting for everything to kind of open back up and get a doctor's appointment. And then, well, also, thank you so much, Ayla. I appreciate you. You are awesome. Um, and just keep being awesome. Um, when we did get doctor's appointments, they would basically be like, well, you're healthy. You look healthy. You're an average, like, man. Here, it's just back pain. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Work it out. Do this. Here's some pain pills. Here's some opiates. Here's some, like, crazy meds that will just cripple you and make you a zombie and your parents, or I mean your family, won't even recognize you anymore, but here, keep pushing and keep pushing drugs, and this is his, this was his life. He would go to work, and he would just be zombified because of the pain, and then the pills that they give him was just, it was disgusting. It was like, you can't give someone an opiate and tell them to take it three times a day when they're working or even having to function with their lives. It's not right. Um, no one actually took the time to break down why he was having this pain and what we could be doing instead of just popping pills. So his side, he was going into like a deep depressive state and it just kept going downhill and downhill and downhill from that because he's trying to just kind of cope with the pain and get through life and get through every day just dealing with the pain. And like when he would go out of town, I'd totally forget about it and we'd talk about it and stuff, but he wasn't physically there for me to see it. So it was kind of like out of sight, out of mind until he came back home and I saw how how bad it was. Um, I felt helpless because I couldn't help him. And um, the best thing you could be doing in this situation is is be just being there for him. Being there for your spouse or your best friend or whoever's going through these problems and just being there emotionally when they need you. And there's days where they're not going to want any of your emotional support and they're just going to want to be by themselves. And you have to be like, okay, you know what? I respect your boundaries. And I'll give you that time alone. And when you're ready for like, you know, a hug or some consoling or some uplifting, like, go, yeah, go attitude. Like, I'm here for you. But in the beginning, I went the complete opposite. And like, I would be there and be like, okay, you should work out. We should stretch. And he's like, how the fuck am I supposed to work out when I'm in so much pain? And I'm like, no, you got to push through it. And he's like, oh, I'm probably going to want to punch you in the face. So like, that's how he's thinking. Because what the last thing you want to do when you're in pain is the thing that actually kind of helps you. <laughs> so after a while of kind of being like his little cheerleader and rah, rah, you could do this. Um, I started going into depressive state because I'm like, well, I can't help him. He's going to do it to himself. I'll just back off and leave him alone. So I just kind of like isolated him. And my mom, thank you, mom, <laughs> told me that that was the worst thing I could be doing. And it's just going to make our relationship worse. And we are here and we are together till death do us part. And, you know, you are supposed to be there for ride or die. And I was backing off and saying, you're on your own for this when we're a team. And that's the complete wrong thing I should have been doing. And I'm happy that my mom pointed that out for me because after I kind of came to realization that, you know, I'm, I'm his sidekick. I'm the one that's helping him to help himself. And, you know, there's days going to, there's going to be days where he doesn't want my help or any of my support. And then there's days where he's going to need it the most and not call out for it because he's in such a deep down state. And you need to kind of see those patterns and those little emotional traits or like things in your partner because they're not going to want to call out for help when they're in such a deep state themselves and you're just going to have to push through it because you're there with them soulmates lovers whatever you want to call it 
you're there, you're their help, you're their backbone when they don't have that backbone to make them strong. Um, So my lesson from that was just do the best you can. And if they don't want anything from you, leave them be. They're going to need some help sometime. And, And it's okay because they all also have their own things that they're going through that you know, you can't, they can't explain to you or anything, but you just have to be there and love them and give them the support that they need and help them with anything that they need help with. Um, don't, don't, don't back off on them. That's uh, that was really, really bad because honestly, when I did that, I noticed that we were more snappy at each other, more irritable, more cold. And that's not what you want for your relationship. That's not what you want for the other person. It's not healthy. It's not, it's not going to fix things. It's still going to be there. And now you're just angry and depressed and now in pain. So it, it doesn't help with anything. Um, just, just be there for them. That's all. That's, that's my lesson from that, from his story is the fact that you don't know what they're going through. And the most you can do is just offer yourself when they need it. Um, my story, uh, I've been dealing with allergies since I was like seven. I got diagnosed with asthma like four years ago, I think, but just recently, about a year ago, it just got really, really bad, and, like, my asthma got really bad, and, like, I just, I couldn't breathe. Every time I'd, like, walk across the, the hallway or something like that, I'd be out of breath, like, sitting down, panicking, trying to grab my puffer out of breath, and, yeah, okay, yeah, I did quit smoking for two years, and back when I started managing again, I did start smoking again, so that was a big problem, but it just, like, I ended up going on a medical leave from work, and my sinuses just got bad and my, my asthma and everything. And it was just like every day I felt like someone was sitting on my chest and I was gasping for air. I was like, th- and like just even trying to get up to get Mason ready for online school because I, I couldn't, I couldn't physically take him to school. And with COVID and everything happening, if he came home with anything and I contracted it, it would just be devastating. And I just didn't want to risk that. So even with him being on online school, I still struggled every day. I'd lay in his bed and take naps while he did schooling because I just, that was the most I could do. And, um, I, I'm, I'm gradually getting better now. And now that I've actually, I'm like, I'm happy that I've gone through this because I've also been diagnosed with nasal polyps and these little bastards move around in my head and they throw off the balance, which makes me feel like I'm completely hammered. So I can't, I can't stand sometimes. I can't, I can't move. There's so much pressure in my head. Like I feel like a balloon about to pop, but anyways, um, it was just um, going through that myself. It was hard because people, um, <laughs> this might sound, I don't, I don't know. I felt like I was taken aback by it, but people were like, oh, it's just sinuses. It's just allergies. Like, what's your problem? Like, why you can't do this? And it's like, when you can't sleep all night because you're so blocked up, you don't sleep. So then you're sleep deprived and you're constantly taking pills, taking pills, taking pills. I would take numerous amount of allergy pills, decongestants, um, day quill, night quill, anything just to kind of relieve the symptoms that I was having and it would, nothing would go away. So now my body was like deteriorating because I have no sleep. I can't breathe. I'm not getting enough oxygen in my body. Um, and then all these pills that I was taking and, um, that's when I was, I went to my ears, nose and mouth specialist. And that's when I found out about the polyps. So I dialed back a massive amount on the pills that I was taking because it's like, oh, they're not symptoms. It's literally something physical in your nose that is blocking your breathing. And um, once I figured that out, I kind of relieved a little bit of stress because 
I knew it wasn't like just allergies because I knew my allergies weren't that bad. Like I have bad allergies. Don't get me wrong. I'm like sick, uh, not sick. I'm allergic to like trees, cut grass, but like everything outside when I love being outside. But anyways, um, so that was hard. And the fact that like, um, Mars being home now, it, it has been super, super helpful because he's done the exact same thing. He's there when I need him. And like, there's days where I, I wake up and I'm like, I wake up with a migraine. I can't think clearly. My head is like spinning. I have so much pressure. I can't even breathe. So it's like, I, I literally lay down all day and I have like my hand on my head because it tries to relieve the pressure. And, and he's been so helpful because it's, it's just like, it's a snap of the finger. It's like, oh, he, he knows that today is not a good day. Like normally I wake up and I feel like crap and everyone's like, hey, how are you? I feel like crap, but I can push through my day. But there are days where he, he steps in and it, it's, I'm so grateful for that because he's doing the exact same thing that I was doing for him where you step in, where you see them at their weakest moment. And there's times where it's like, okay, he'll leave me be because I just need to be on my own and cope with this sometimes. Um, it's been a roller coaster and it still has been a roller coaster. We're still both dealing with our health problems, but they are gradually getting better. Um, my main takeaway from this is we're all going to hit health problems at one point in our life. And this could be your, your, your siblings, your, your family, your spouse, your best friend, cousins, whatever. But we're all going to hit a problem or a point in our life where we are going to go through something. And the best thing we could do is just be there for someone. Be there emotionally, physically if you can, mentally if you can, um, and whenever they need it. And there's days gonna there's gonna be days where where they don't they don't need anything, but still be there for them. Don't ever back away from them because you never know. You know, you just never know. There's a lot of people with this pandemic and everything that are going through problems, and they don't have people. I'm getting emotional about this. Sorry, I don't know why. But you don't know when the last point of their tipping point will be. Um, I've definitely hit a lot of dark points in my life because of this health problem. And um, <laughs> why am I crying? <laughs> you just, it's good to have a good support system. And if you are on the other end of that, it's good to be that support system for someone. Don't ever let them be in the dark by themselves. Um yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this. I thought I would just kind of let it flow because my notes weren't helping. <laughs> but dealing with pain sucks and it's it's really hard to do it alone. So don't let anyone be alone, even if they're not really your friend and you're working with them and you know that they're going through something. Let just just be there for them, even if it's not like you actually being there for them. Just say, "Hey, like Life sucks and it sucks to be alone. If you need anything, let me know. I'm there for you. <laughs> um, if you got anything from this, um, let me know. Take a screenshot. Take it, um, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me in it. I will love to share that you guys are listening. And if I can help you out or if I have helped you out in any way, let me know. Because I, I love constructive criticism. And... Now that I got this episode out of the way, I'm I'm more open to doing more episodes because if I sound like crap <laughs> or if I'm sneezing or coughing, then you know what's going on with me. 
Thank you so much again for listening. Don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me in it on your Instagram. My Instagram is Anissa Lynn with an underscore at the bottom or at the end. And yeah, enjoy your guys' days. Thanks. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. If you related to this episode or have gotten any value from my tips, I would love to hear all about it. If you know someone that may benefit from my podcast, please share. Share the love. I am truly grateful for you guys listening and thank you again.